This is Live Well Talk on Stress in the Holidays. I'm Dr. Dustin Arnold, Chief Medical Officer at UnityPoint Health, St. Luke's Hospital. The holiday season is upon us, and it can be a happy time full of family, friends, and celebration. However, various situations and circumstances may make it more difficult, uh, full of stress, anxiety, and or depression. Return to the podcast today is Teresa Graham-Minnert. Senior Director of Outpatient Services at Abbey Mental Health Center to discuss types of holiday-related stress and how to manage it. Teresa, welcome back. Thank you, Doctor. I, I think the, I was thinking about this podcast, mm-hmm. and the thing I was I was it this there's a lot of stress with the holidays, mm-hmm. but a majority of it's self-inflicted. Absolutely. Meaning, and I think of the, uh, and I'm guilty of this too in some ways of setting expectations that are just not realistic. Absolutely. The holidays tend to be a series of excess, financial, all the gifts, all the parties, the meals, all the people. And sometimes we sacrifice quality of interactions for quantity. And and it's it's the expectation. Yeah. I, I have to do this. Yeah. We have to do these things. Um, when in fact, what we really have to do is be connected. Right. But it doesn't feel that way at the time. No, it doesn't. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I'm anxious to hear some of your advice about mm-hmm. that. But I was just thinking, you know, I think we put so much pressure on ourselves. And mm-hmm. do, are the Christmas cards done? And we mm-hmm. got to get them sent out. And yeah. so-and-so sent us a card. They're not on our list, you know. Mm-hmm. And yes. it just, it, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. there's a lot to it. But what, what, do you, what, do, what do you and your team see the most with the holidays? Um, we see a variety of concerns. We see some financial concerns. The holidays can be expensive um, for a variety of reasons. We see um, concerns about expectations in terms of my family really wants to do this, but I'm not sure about that. I've, I've got a balancing my family too. Um, but oftentimes we also see um, remembrance. And that can be a positive thing, thinking about people who aren't with us anymore and, you know, reminiscing and whatnot. But it can also hurt. And um, sometimes people feel like they're supposed to be happy from Thanksgiving to New Year's. Right. Um, and it, it just isn't like that. It, there's a variety of emotions that this time of year can, uh, can produce and ignoring them or wishing them away isn't usually helpful. Well, and I- I don't, it's in some way it's been a blessing. Mm-hmm. My, during my marriage, my, my parents had passed away, passed away before I got married or yeah, mm-hmm. my, my mom shortly after. Um, but so there's only one family mm-hmm. to deal with, right? Yeah. But you know, sometimes if you have two families yes. or th- you meet some people that are like, well, yeah, I have to go Christmas here at noon and then Christmas there at 6 PM and, um, that, that can be quite stressful, I Absolutely. imagine. When our kids were young, my husband and I used to call it the Christmas tour. We go to one set of grandparents on one day. We do us at home. We go to another set of grandparents. There's a third set of grandparents. We've got great-grandparents four hours away. And again, that's a situation where, where we're sacrificing quality for quantity. Um, it doesn't come from a bad place. It comes from wanting connection and respecting traditions. But it comes at the expense of our mental health. And if we can, you know reassess the have-tos for what really we want to do, not in a selfish way, but in a way of promoting really quality interactions. Overall, that's better for our anxiety, and, and we end up having a better time. Yeah. yeah. I, I I don't know where I – I read this recently that the, some leader business in the business world would start every meeting with, we are all going to die, uh-huh. and what we're about to talk about really doesn't matter. Yes. Yeah. Now let's go forward. Just, you know, and I, I thought, wow, that's actually kind of good advice. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, there can be a lot of competition about where you're at on Christmas Day. 
the day is not nearly as important as who we're with. And so if we're with one family on Christmas Day, is it such a big deal to maybe schedule something the following weekend? Is it great to have breakfast, lunch, and dinner at three different places with all the gifts and all the people? Um, not only uh, from a mental health perspective, that's very tiring, um, but honestly, from a physical health perspective as well, um, thinking about being healthy during the holiday season, um, we really don't do ourselves any favors when we set up expectations that we can't possibly achieve. And then we feel like we feel like we've done something wrong, um, you know, that we aren't Everybody else looks like a Hallmark card, um, but they yeah. don't. They're tired too. Yeah. <laughs> right? Exactly. Every, that's that exactly how yeah. you just, that's perfect. Mm -hmm. That is the perfect way. So mm -hmm. eloquent. Everybody else looks like a Hallmark card because yeah. that really is, mm -hmm. uh, or the Hallmark channel mm -hmm. and the Absolutely. movies on there. Yeah, yeah. Real life's not that. No, it is not. Real life is vice yeah. with all the, you know, the yeah. imperfections because mm -hmm. we're imperfect people. Uh, I think the, depression you know i i don't you'll you'll know the answer to this mm -hmm. but suicides they increase in the holiday season i believe and so there's some question as to whether or not that's really um a result of the holiday system system or holidays or if it is related to daylight so keeping in mind that depression and suicide um, correlate with the number of uh, hours of sunlight that we have um, parts of the world that have more so sunlight have less seasonal depression um, parts of the world that have more evening time um, they have more higher rates of depression so it's hard to know how much of its holiday and how much of it has to do with sunlight either way taking care of ourselves, having reasonable expectation, moderation in all things yeah, um, is, is a great uh, a great way to have a better uh, winter and holiday season. I just got back from Alaska. Mm -hmm. uh, my oldest uh, played basketball out there and sun would come up about 10 in the morning, 1030 and then go set about 230. Mm -hmm. uh, and it it felt odd, yes. you know, yes. and uh, I can imagine being up there you know, even farther north, it's Absolutely. less daylight. Yeah. Uh, and I think it does affect the suicide rate in the it does. state. I think, it does. yeah, it does. That, it? Yeah, that is I, accurate. Yeah. I've heard and then that. if you go towards the equator, you see a different scenario in terms of seasonal depression and those kinds of things. You know, some people say, well, if you live there, you're acclimated to it. But the science doesn't bear that out. We really do see higher rates of seasonal um, depression in places where there is, and at times when we don't have as many daylight hours. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. That, that totally makes sense. Absolutely. I mean, and I, some people are more sensitive than others. I, I'll say that, sure. you know, but I, yeah. I think it's something yeah. we need. And mm -hmm. and as kind of with the COVID and the uh, discussion of how vitamin D is important, mm -hmm. it, and evidence is playing out that you, you, you certainly don't want to be vitamin D deficient. Correct. Taking extra vitamin D may not protect you from viruses mm -hmm. or bacteria or mm -hmm. dementia, but definitely deficiency does impact impact mm -hmm. functional capacity. Mm -hmm. I know our family doctor recommends uh, vitamin D um, supplements to a variety of the people she sees because overall people do tend to be deficient in that area. Um, certainly I'm not a doctor and not giving medical advice, but um, it is important whether you get that from sunlight or from vitamins or, or whatnot, it is an important part of overall health. Yeah, I, I'm kind of talking in the weeds here, but there is a Dr. Carney and he was a retired physician mm -hmm. and he became my friend, but he was uh, about Dr. Harris's age mm -hmm. and he practiced over in Tama Toledo area mm -hmm. in Grinnell. 
And I would see mutual patients over the years, you know, that had him and they'd say, oh, I just need a carny cocktail and I'll feel fine. I was like, so I was over at his house watching an Iowa basketball game. I said, hey, doc, what's a carny cocktail? He (laughs) says, oh, I used to just give him steroid and B12, uh, you know, about February. And by the time that wore off, their vitamin D levels are back up and they were fine. I thought. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to do it, but no. you know, it, but but absolutely. he had noted that people were coming in, mm-hmm. and that that was before he had seasonal affective yeah, disorder. Absolutely. You know, so uh, do do those UV lights work for that? Yes, they do. Yep, yep. science does show that they do work. Um, it's important to talk with a provider to make sure that you're ordering something reputable. You know, if if it's on the internet. Dr. Pepper isn't a doctor just because somebody recommends it doesn't mean you want (laughs) to order it. Um, But yes, they are effective for people who have seasonal affective disorder. It's a great thing to talk about with your provider so that you can decide if it's right for you and you can make a good choice. Yeah. Yeah. I I had mentioned viruses and vitamin D, but, uh, you know, the pandemic, Mm -hmm. COVID, uh, whether or not the pandemic and it's endemic, Mm -hmm. it really doesn't matter if you get it, you're sick. Mm -hmm. Uh, Certainly it's not as virulent mm-hmm. over time, which mm-hmm. is expected for coronaviruses, mm-hmm. but it's still here. It is. And how, how does that influence people's happiness during the holidays? Absolutely. Well, I think we continue to see discussions about how many people I want to be exposed to, if I have an underlying health condition, if I have an infant or an elderly person in my home. And that can result sometimes in conflict around, yeah, usually yeah. we all get together and we yeah. haven't been able to do it for two years and now we finally can. And why aren't you cooperating? Um, so I think that those discussions still bear fruit. Um, I do believe that we're all still very much in a recovery stage. Yes, COVID is is less perhaps um, dangerous in some ways right now. We're seeing fewer deaths as a result, although we see an uptick in transmission, um, particularly in Lynn County right now. Um, but we're all still healing from that event, you know, going those couple years with very little human interaction, um, but the passage of time. And so I feel like people are really still connecting, um, getting used to being around people again. And we, we've, I have definitely heard, um, and, and my peers have heard more concern about being around a lot of people. Um, we've been through something that kind of changes your mindset. And so I, I do believe that's something some people have to address as they think about getting together with Aunt Jolene and her 12 cousins and, you know, all the things and all the people. Um, but certainly getting good sleep, taking care of ourselves, moderation, and then, you know, masking, social distance and, and hand washing still apply. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can remember my wife's grandfather, Grandpa Lagrange, they, they had 15 kids, then mm-hmm. you grandkids mm-hmm. and, you know, and you go over there and at holidays and he would be sitting there just watching TV and then you go to talk to him and he, he turn his hearing aids yeah. on because he'd had them off yes. the whole time he's sitting there. <laughs> I was like, that's brilliant. Yeah, you know? it is. No it wonder is. he's always happy. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Uh, you know, we probably could do a whole podcast we on could. this, mm-hmm. but when the pandemic started, it was very scary. It was mm-hmm. very unknown. We were, mm-hmm. as I've said before in other interviews and on podcasts, that we were building the plane as we we're flying it, right? Um, but there also was a sense of, I don't want to say giddiness, but relief. Mm-hmm. That we didn't have to go to these same old meetings all the time and yes. do all that. And it it I think we should reflect more upon if you're not if you're not enjoying what you're doing, then mm-hmm. do something else. Yes. But I think Marcus really has said, if you fear death mm-hmm. less than you 
fear what like yes. what you're doing, yes. then stop doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that I think that kind of applies to the the uh, holidays. You're living somebody else's expectations. Exactly. I think it's a really great time, and I think a lot of us have taken a minute to reassess what's important. Um, thinking about work, work life balance, the kinds of relationships that we want to have, and the holidays playing into that as well. If you dread going to great grandpa's whomever because it's it's people are mean people don't treat each other with respect you you don't feel safe there i think people feel more empowered to say i'm gonna opt out um and again that's really looking to gain quality experiences over quantity i think that's okay though it's it's not just okay it's important yeah we need to start encouraging that absolutely you, you don't don't live your life for other people's mm-hmm. expectations no. or the sense of exactly. this, what exactly. other people have because that th- they're living their absolutely. expectations for someone else too. That's so, right. you know, you're, you might be doing them a favor. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, so prior to asking whether or not, uh, how I could get scheduled for, mm-hmm. uh, counseling if needed, another Christmas question is die hard a Christmas movie. Mm. <laughs> Well, you know, it's got Alan Rickman in it. And, you know, if if he's in it, I'm, I'm okay with it being a Christmas movie. He I was think a, it he's is. He's a great actor. Yeah. I think it is a yeah. Christmas movie. I think movie. it is, too. You know, some people say no, but no. I, 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 I agree. I think it is. I agree. I think it is. <laughs> uh, hey, if a listener wanted to get some help yeah. at Abby, how would they go about that? Absolutely. Um, so we have uh, – loca- we serve an eight-county catchment area in eastern Iowa, our main office in Cedar Rapids, 319-398-3562. An individual can call in, and we can help get them connected with the services and the location that works best for them. Well, I'd, I'd just like to send a message to the listeners uh, of the podcast that you're not alone. There are people out there to help you. Um Teresa, thanks for coming again. Always enjoy talking to you. Once again, this was Teresa Graham Minnert, Senior Director of Outpatient Services at Abbey Mental Health Center. If you'd like to talk to someone at the Abbey Mental Health Center, call 319-398-3562. For more information on all services offered by Abbey Health, visit unipoint.org backslash Abbey Health. Thank you for listening to Live Well Talk On. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your family, friends, neighbors, strangers about our podcast. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, be well.